Golden Globetrotters. I couldn't. This is a perfect globetrotting movie. It's a globe. They go everywhere. They go everywhere. Well, they're only in Africa. On the plains of Africa. On the plains of Africa. On the jungles and in the desert. And it, 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 we have to painstakingly watch. I think them they walk actually walk across it. the Sahara Desert. They do. And I was like, "That's fucking dumb. It's impossible." But man. not for Alan. Quaterman. Qua- Qua- Quaterman. Yeah. yeah there, it took. It takes a very keen eye to notice that there is no. R before the T there, so it's quarter quarter man. I I don't know. It, it's a fucking tough one, and I've yeah. been really I've been really reaching out to people on IG to figure out if anyone did see this when they were younger, and if they did have a positive like memory from it. Because uh, they, I, wait, I'm sorry, when did this come out? Not this particular movie, but uh, Golden Globus's version of Indiana Jones come out in the in the canon of the of canon. I, I like that. I I fucked up there in in the uh, sequential order of Indiana Jones. This came out between. No, I'm sorry, the first one. When did they start the f- down? Well, this they, road? they were these movies were filmed back to back, so they but came they, out were, year, they were, one after the other in a year. Okay, but, I, I want to say King Solomon's Mine, which is the first movie of the Alan. Quatermain series Quatermain came out in eighty six. So this came out in eighty seven. Maybe okay. it might have came out in eighty five, but it was like that was that close. And do you have any idea on the it, Indiana? This Jones? came out after Temple of Doom, before Last Crusade. Okay, so one and two of Indiana Jones were out. Yes. Okay, I have the worst time remembering the Indiana Jones. Indiana movies. Jones. Uh, came out, I think, 81 for Raiders and 84 for Temple of Doom. Wow, they waited that long to fucking strike? I well, mean, that, that, yeah, that, it was usually the... That was the timeline, three years, because Star Wars always had three years in between every movie. Oh, I just mean for Golden Globus to finally oh, be like, let's yeah. cash in on Well, that. they first... I mean, come on. The first one was our favorite, one of our greatest episodes of all time, Treasure of the Four Crowns. That was their first yeah. kind of attempt, and that didn't work. I don't know why. It was a fucking great movie. But good, yeah, I for, I forgot about that. They did yeah. try to do it. Yeah, and a then, lot of people tried to do it. I, of course, my mind's going blank now, and I can't come up with any other. But there were quite a few like yeah. movie ripoffs. Of, I, I think I think uh, you know what you're talking about here. I mean, like today, you you see a lot of movies that try to rip off on like. Obviously, Marvel's doing really well, so there's a lot of X-Men looking rip-off movies. I mean, you can even say that Stranger Things is trying to rip off of like the whole Marvel idea of like supernatural powers and why? Uh, uh, yeah, one the thing, the biggest uh, mistake that Stranger Things gets there's no there's no Golden Globus at all featured in there. The kids aren't talking about. Fucking Invasion USA. Are they even doing karate? No. I haven't watched since the first season. No, they're not. I, I would imagine a kid in the eighty is obsessed with, you know, I need to learn There's some no, None of the karate. kids are Steve James fans. Even the black kid's not even a Steve James fan. That No, okay, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I know, heard. it's so inaccurate. That's so I inaccurate. told you. Now that, now that I'm of an age, because I'm, I'm old, that they're actually doing historical shit about my like, time yeah. I lived. I can just see how full of shit these people are. And you, people don't believe anything you see. Well, you see the white version of everything. Yeah, and it's everything was cool. We went to the arcade. We spent a couple bucks. No big deal. No, Murray will tell us all about the cocaine fueled <laughs> nights of going to see fucking Avenging Force, <laughs> and you're just drowning a forty with you and your four buds. Exactly. That was my Stranger Things. I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't like that. None of that gets picked up in there. No, 
I mean, even I was playing 40s, playing Monopoly. Have you ever played a drinking game with Monopoly in 40s? No. I got to tell you, it's harsh. It's about, about as harsh as the... What's your Dude. what's your malt liquor of choice? King Cobra or uh, come on, you know we've got the billboard sponsored everywhere with Billy D. Williams himself. Colt forty five. Colt forty five. With the smooth taste, fool ya. Works every time. <laughs> I like King Cobra. But. I gotta say those alcohol. Oh God! Now I'm trying. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna bring it up. But there used to be a nasty rock up malt liquor that was the like rappers always talked about. It. I can't fucking remember. I, I, yeah. Maybe it was old English. It was some like, garbage. The, yeah, I can't help you there. I can't think of it. Yeah. Man, we're having a good time talking about uh, hometown Get- here. We. We finally have some real bands coming to town. Mike forgot to tell me, of course, about Tiger. I forgive you, Mike. It's okay. Tiger, uh, can you believe that down. our most popular guest? I think I don't. I haven't checked the numbers lately. I'm, I'm gonna say he's still our most popular guest. He Easily. just let you down, dude. Easily, yeah. <laughs> letting letting someone down and being uninformed—they're completely different things. And I get it, but I no, I, I believe it. I told. I saw it in his eyes. It was. It, oh, there was malicious in his oh, eyes? Oh, it was maliciousness, totally. Maliciousness? Mm, that yeah. sounds like a restaurant I'm going to open. A dream of opening Delicious, a restaurant. Malicious, like Deliciously that. maliciousness. But, um, no, we got we got the diamond himself, King Diamond, coming. King we, of Halloween. We might have to play some of his shit during Schlocktober. Oh, man. That, uh, we've already played, I think, uh, his Christmas song. Yeah, we played Halloween, too. And we did Halloween? Yeah. Okay, excellent. We'll probably do that for our Halloween episode, too, which of is going to be so fucking good. We're, it's classic. We're not going to let you know. It's our Halloween episode. You better tune in. I hope. Because we're going to be covering on. an amazing movie. It's but, gonna be but, no, we're not, we're not teasing that anymore. Let's get back to what we're Today, talking about. Uh, and of course, fresh off a new marriage, he saw through the lizard people and found the wife of his choosing. Yeah, a choosing that sounds horrible. Uh, he he met he 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 met a wonderful woman who he is oh, apparently well. married to now. But Matt Pike of High on Fire, they're actually coming yeah, to Detroit that, too. I don't know that might ruin his. He's too happy. You don't want someone to be too happy. That ruins <laughs> their music. Hey man, success kill Metallica is the perfect example of success killing you. Yeah, and making you garbage. Yeah, yeah, I'd say 100%. So. I mean, when were you we're, – we're completely ruining my tops here, and I'm okay <laughs> with that because who cares. When were you when the Black Album came out? Were you done or were you like, no, this No, I was excited. About, no, I was excited about – because I got into Metallica when Injustice for All, the previous album came out. Before that, I just I was just never listened to music. Yeah. Let's put this – I'm sorry. Let's put this in chronological order. You have like uh, Endemol – Kill 'em all. Kill 'em all. What did and you then, say? Animal? End them all. Oh, no. Kill 'em all. Uh kill 'em all. Then you had what? Uh you had Ride the Lightning. Ride the Ma- Lightning. Master of Puppets. Master of Puppets. And Justice for All. Justice the, for All. The only good Metallica album. Yes. The four I keep on hand. And then first well, first you heard the Inner Sandman songs. They released the video before the, the album came out. And it was kinda like, okay, it was alright. I didn't hate it. But I would say it. There's something wrong. It was this very is, hooky. Yeah. When I when well, I looked, that was, that's exactly what they wanted to do. They yeah. went out and got the guy that did, I think, the Def Leppard albums, or maybe it was Motley Crue albums to produce it. It's I'll, I'll give it. I'll say this much about the Black album. It's it's the last Metallica album I ever bought, and it sounds great. They did a great job producing it. Finally, and it's 
a decent hard rock album. Like if I didn't hear, if it wasn't Metallica, I'd be like, that's an alright album. Okay. I wouldn't be my favorite, but I wouldn't hate it. And I probably wouldn't even have hated it. So, dude, that fuck, they made like seven videos for that album. They did. There's and they a- got played the fuck out of each yes. other. So it just made me like hate these guys. It's it's the big problem when every notice everybody notices something that was already great, and that it puts that light and just blows it up. But um, I don't know how we got on the topic of Metallica, but no, who they, cares? They, they, it's fucking great. Let's yeah. let's do a lightning round here of some of let's the things the we want. Let's ride the lightning into some of the top top down features of this movie. Of course, we've got Robert Chamberlain. Robert Richard, Richard, Richard Chamberlain. Chamberlain. TV actor. Uh, I don't know why he was chosen for this. He never played the tough guy. He was in, you'll, you'll uh, like this, he was in the TV miniseries Shogun. Oh, nice. He was the main guy in that. He was known mainly for TV. I can't think of any movies he was in besides these. He, I think, cause he, he was always like the heartthrob character. That was yeah. his thing. So it was kind of odd that he got chosen for this role anyway. Okay. But, and then... I want to point out the only reason Sharon, a young, young, hot Sharon Stone, she's looking great in this movie. Yeah, sure, right. Uh, only reason she's in this movie is because Menachem was like, "Get me that stone, lady." He meant Kathleen Turner from the movie "Romancing the Stone," no. and they they thought that he meant her, so oh nobody wanted God. her, and everybody hated her on this movie set. Because they filmed, like oh. I said, they filmed both movies back to back, so they were there together for a long time. I guess she was a real bitch. Everybody hated her. And, of course, we got fucking uh, the voice of God himself, James Earl Jones, in it. Dude. Who admitted he just did it for a paycheck. People are confused about that because the voice of God today is... Um, who? Oh, I can't remember his name now. Vin Diesel? Yes, Vin Diesel. Robert Morgan? Oh, Mor- no. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I wish this was an act, guys, but Robert- no. This is real. He really thought Vigo Mortensen's name was Virgil Morgenstern. No, it's Morgan Freeman. But I, no, he'll, uh, he'll I, always it'll always be James Earl Jones. To me. I often get his name confused because of an Always Sunny episode. Oh, I but I, I legitimately forgot Captain Morgan Morgan Freeman's name, and I had to bridge myself there with Robert Morgan, and then from there I was like, oh no, it's Morgan Freeman. But one of the most interesting things that you'll read about this movie, outside of the fact that it bombed, Sharon Stone <laughs> was absolutely hated by everybody. Cost $13 million to make, made $3 million. It was part of the reason that Cannon started to be like, let's turn off a couple lights now. Uh, is that Richard Chamberlain, uh, he, well, nowadays we're completely fine. Come on out of the closet, Richard. We love you. Well, he's, he's out of the closet get, now. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm saying back in the 80s, yeah. you know, he probably no, that was... career more... suicide. You couldn't do it. Exactly. Then. He's a gay man, and he uh, casted his lover as his brother. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, legit, <laughs> his lover is his brother in the movie. Yeah. The actor playing his brother is yeah. his real-life lover. There was something happening. As I didn't realize going into it he was gay and that his gay lover was his brother. But when they embraced, I was like, man, his brother looks like a gay dude. Actually, he looks kind of... Are they... Mm. Sparks are flying here. And then he fucking hit that axe and lightning shot out. And I was like... Yeah, that was weird. That was well, weird. Well, thank you, ourselves, but that was weird. Yeah. Anyways. um, I also want to point out that this movie... The it's funny because the character of Alan Quatermain 
is actually um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's kind of inspiration for Indiana Jones, so it's kind of like a ripoff of a ripoff because. Alan Quartermain, of course, if you're a fan of the Alan Moore comic League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he's Oh, that's where he comes from. Yes. Alan Quartermain is Blow like, my mind. Uh, and of course Sean Connery played him in the shitty movie of League yeah. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And just, so yeah, just, he's like the original great white hunter character. The books took place in like the late eighteen hundreds, but this movie takes place in like the twenties, I think. Yeah. Because there's other driving cars and shit like that. So, yeah, that's the inspiration, even though it is a ripoff of Indiana Jones, but Indiana Jones was kind of a ripoff of... It was, no, Indiana Jones was based on Alan yeah. Quarterman as well. Quart- Qu- Quaterman. Quaterman. Let's, uh, let's get to that. This is a great trailer. It's only one minute long. And I hear from our one of some of our uh, Twitter followers, it's, it has a bunch of scenes that do not appear in this movie. So, and, so I guess... You can enjoy the scenes you're not. We're not going to talk about when you listen to our uh, trailer for Ellen Quatermain and the Lost City. Of- Alan Quatermain, the master of adventure, has teamed up with the most unlikely partner. Eric is about six thousand miles that way to pursue the dream of a lifetime. It's dangerous, and it's crazy. And it's what I've got to do. Gold streets in it. They're searching for the long-lost treasure of an ancient civilization. Guarded by a mad tyrant and his ruthless warriors. The odds are against them, and that's the way they like it. Richard Chamberlain, Sharon Stone, and James Earl Jones in the adventure movie of the year, Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold. All right, and we're going to break right in. Nice, sweet, simple, short trailer, and we're going to start up this movie with some nice John Williams like it's probably like more like a John Bilson or maybe a John with no H Williamson it's, soundtrack. It's a straight ripoff of the Raider, Raiders of the Lost Ark theme. Absolutely, absolutely. And like, also, it was just reused from the King Solomon's Mines. They added like I think like twenty minutes of new music for this movie. Oh, they just no. they phoned this fucker in. They really did. I mean, that was Golden Globe's way. You just try to cash in as hard as you can. Right. So we start out, we're watching this rando. We don't know his name. I think it might be DeMont based on IMDb trying to do facial recognition, well, which I'm not good at. No, well, we we don't need to know it. He's just there for some exposition. He really is. So he's all disheveled. He's unshaven. He's muddy, dirty. His clothes are torn. He's running through the jungle. And then you just see like these feet, black feet. Bare chasing, feet yeah. chasing them. You see, like a, a hand holding one of those boomerang knives. I don't know what they're called. Uh, a kagari, kakeri. It's something with a K. It's a beautiful knife. It's handcrafted. It's got like it's Phoenician, inlet. yet somehow Egyptian. It's got. I, like, I noticed yeah. that. I'm glad that Sharon Stone points it out Sharon later. Stone helps I was like us that. That handle details. is clearly Phoenician. Any details we give in this movie aren't our own. They're actually just borrowed from. Uh, 
Sharon Stone and her knowledge, her character is an archaeologist. Well, yeah, just to just to sew up the whole ripoff of Indiana Jones, we have to have an archaeologist. Yeah, but so Sharon that, Stone. that's Sharon Stone. So even if what we say sounds uh, wrong, vaguely, maybe a little. No, I think there's I I if I know Golden Globus, like I know Golden Globus, they they consulted a lot of experts. They they probably went to like mines themselves and were looking for treasure and getting explained. Like they don't they don't they don't go cheapy on this. They oh. they spend. There's the money. a lot. One thing I know about Mogon Globes, they're about the research. Yes, they want to get Accuracy. the facts straight. They're not right. the Fox News of movies. Right. <laughs> so they uh, eventually we get to see our Rando. You mentioned we got the knife, got the but. Now we're going to cut away because that's too much action. Too much. My heart's been racing and this movie's barely started. So we cut away to our girl, Jessie, played by Sharon Stone. There's a train coming into town. She's excited. She's you're like You're thinking she's going to... I thought she was going to meet up with Alan Quarterman. But no, there's a package waiting for her. And she's like, yes! And she gets on wait. She gets on because this, you know, this is Africa in the 20s, so not everybody has a car. Yeah. So she's got her uh, horse and buggy. Just try to explain Amazon's, I'm going to use air quotes here, two-day shipping to her in this scene. <laughs> yeah, this is probably like two-month shipping. Yeah, right? maybe longer. So uh, Jeremiah Bezos, who had the original Amazon, sent it. He said, I guarantee two-month shipping. No, or it's free. <laughs> and he got in just in time because she was so excited because she thought she was going to get the free, you know, get her money back because it was like, it was like, yeah, yeah. It was like one that's month, get, 30 days. That's getting into pizza delivery territory yeah. where it's. Well, originally that was Amazon's thing. Yeah. I think pizza came before Amazon, but that's okay. No, what are you talking about? We just said 1920s, Amazon was in, in business. I mean, for the guarantee. I mean, you know, that's why they got the name Amazon because they originally would ship stuff to the Amazon. No. <laughs> You know what? I'm completely wrong. You're 100% right. So her package comes in. She's fucking stoked. She gets it, and she starts heading back to town. Yeah, and, well, not the town, to their estate, their uh, estate outside of town. Which they call the town. So I'm still right. Okay. <laughs> fuck you. And What the fuck did that come from? <laughs> fuck you. So not only is she stoked, our man Alan Quartermain's stoked because he's doing what he loves best, abusing food. Abusing it. The fuck out of it. You know, we know this is Africa. There's starvation. There's famine. There's all this shit. But it, Alan Quartermain doesn't bother him a bit. His cabin is green everywhere. Like, when you see all the shots of his uh, cabin, it's always green. It's not a cabin. It's like a fucking big house. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. it sound like I, he's I, Abraham Lincoln I, or I, some I, shit. I'm, I'm sorry. Thank you. See, I was wrong. Now you're right. Yeah, like it, usual. I get it. It's usual, okay? And so he's has, he has these poor little African children. They're starting like, please, uh, can I have a tomato? Can to eat these tomatoes instead of... Like, no! You will put these on a teeter-totter, flick them in the air, and I will shoot them. And not only does uh, do they have to get on the... But he has to, like, launch them in the air like it's a fucking Cirque du Soleil act. So right. he's throwing up. He's like, do a flip, do a flip! And he hits him every time. He fucking, and he's like, you can lick up the mess on the floor. He's pissed the, the ground. Yeah. Eat the tomatoes after I shoot them. Because he's fucking using it as a skeet shoot. He invented skeet shooting. And while that's going on, we uh, Sharon, Jesse, finally makes it in, into town, as you called it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and for some reason, because... <laughs> uh, Alan Quarterman is all about showing off. He can't just let her. Like, she's got range. She can stop the horse. She knows how to do that. She got. She yeah. went to the town. 
he has to jump on the horse and then stop it himself. It's like I'm the man in this fucking relationship. It really lady. It, that was exactly it. He was, I'm not gay at all. He was mansplaining to the horse how to stop, even though Sharon could obviously tell it how to stop. And he's like, you think a gay guy could do that? No. I mean, unless the previous overcompensating. Unless the previous scene where Sharon Stone was picking up the package and the horse just kept going, and she had to like lean out and grab it. No, none of this is happening. So he's like, "Hey, the package is here," and so they go inside, and then this one Dumont shows up. He like finally stumbles into their their estate. Yeah, they go inside for a little bit. Dumont runs up. He's choking up blood, and, and everything. we finally see we get to see the African chapter of the Ku Klux Klan because there's like these black men wearing white hoods on their head. Yeah, and they're the guys chasing Dumont. It's very. Uh, very, I could see what's his face. Who's that guy? Uh, uh, I, Peel is that his he, name? Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel, like re- role reversal. He's like flipping the script. Yeah, down on us. I could see that. I mean, this is very akin to the Dave Chappelle where he did. Uh, yes, black, exactly. The black blind guy who was in the KKK. Yes, as well. maybe they're maybe they're blind. I don't know. I don't judge. <laughs> they they haven't fight all they the could, blind they people. Couldn't th- in they couldn't throw a, a dagger for shit, so they could be blind. I mean, we were talking about the KKK recruitment earlier because I mean, obviously we're. Car hold the member. <laughs> Why weren't what? we talking about the KKK earlier? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but we we were just talking about like how these people ended up looking exactly like the KKK. Well, not and, exactly because they're not pointed. Their their hoods aren't true. pointed. They're just kind of like they sacks. just they just have the white hooded. And because it's Africa instead of uh, the South in America, where. I think you would still dress accommodating for the heat. Now, why they, they just have like the white little like uh, yeah. mini skirt? Why? On. Well, it was yeah, but it's Confederate flag, which confused me. I didn't know what was going on with that. Okay, but, so that that sells it right there. Yeah. <laughs> so there's something going on, and so he finally stumbles in. While that's going on, we go inside our lovely couple, Alan and and uh, Jesse, and he, she's like. I got the suits. We're getting married because, like every broad, you can't wait to put that ring on and this emasculate this guy and take his balls. Got to lock him down. And she's like, "Here, I I ordered it for you. Try it on." And he, he puts it on. And I don't know what the fuck was going through Alan's head. He looked fucking fly as shit. No, he's just an idiot. He comes out. Stole this had shit. I, we, I didn't. We we checked the credits. Dolomite Designs did supply all the outfits for, all for Mr. Chamberlain. All of them. I know that for sure. It was there's a straight-up yeah. Rudy Ray Moore pimp suit. It looked fly as fuck. There's going to be a few more things that show up. There's already been some stuff you saw on IG. Uh, there's a certain gold belt buckle you may have seen. Our man, spoiler alert, Aegon. This is way further <laughs> in the movie. That was uh, Dolomite design. Yeah. You remember that, his belt? Yeah, it looked that, like something like a He-Man uh, action figure would have. Yeah. He always had those giant like wrestling belts. Yeah, Dolomite design. I think Ric Flair won that belt in 78. Yeah, he did. Dolomite said, uh, I want you to have this specifically. And then he gave it to this movie nine years later. And so uh, so he's looking fly as shit, but he's like, I will not get married. He just doesn't want to get married. He, he knows he yeah, looks fucking yeah. great. And he's looking for an excuse to get out of it. And sure enough, Dumont shows up, bloodied, beaten, and he turns, sees our... African KKK members members hanging out there. And so he's like, wife, I got to go. Gives chase. And chase he does. And he finally catches one of them. And he like, they struggle. The guy's got the boomerang knife, the Krakatoa, whatever you call it. The the Kakari. He throws them into a waterfall. And he grabs that knife. And he's just like, this is really interesting. Well, he knows how beautiful it was. Yeah. 
And he takes it back, and then Dumont, just before he passes out, he goes, is that a Dolomite design? And then he passes out. That was a Dolomite design. It is Dolomite! So they got him, next thing you know, they got him in the house, he's in a bed, he's delirious, he's feverish, he's got malaria probably, and he's just like, we, we learned that Alan knows this guy, he's a friend of his, yeah. he went on an expedition to find the lost city of gold, I don't remember, did they ever say what the name of the city was? No, it's Turdville. Oh, okay, Turdville. And uh, he's like, my brother, he didn't care about everybody, he's like, my brother, my gay, uh, I mean my brother, how is he? Oh, uh, he's he's still there. He's uh the lost city of gold. Uh, you know, and he's like, answer me. And he's just like, he's out of it. He's delirious. Well, what what this is setting up is Alan's mind is set. He's got to go find the lost city. Anything of gold. not to get married. Anything not because they're gonna go back to America to get married. They because are because that's where you get half of the man's. And so property. he's telling. Well, he's mulling this over at night. Like, how am I gonna address? Jesse about this situation because I'm not marrying her and while that's happening our hooded friends come through They're well he's examining friends. he has a gold Man. coin that he found on Dumont and he's examining yeah. it and he's like wow this looks familiar like this could this be from the lost city of gold and then Jesse comes in because she's an archaeologist and she's like hmm yes it does it looks Phoenician and he's like well, how- it on her tooth yeah she has real gold naturally and she's like let me see that knife and she's like, I don't understand. The blade is clearly Egyptian. And I noticed that, too. You know, yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, who are they trying to fool? Every time you brought up the knife, your 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 uh, Nanchen is just, like, <laughs> flaring up. What is it with Nanchen's and Egyptian we, we, knives? We just know all about weapons. It's part uh, okay, of our thing. Okay. And she's like, but, but the handle is clearly Phoenician. I don't know. What's going on here? Phoenician? Yes. And... He's like, see, we can't get married. We have to find out. <laughs> we can't get married. Well, we can't get married now. We have to find out what's going on with yeah. my gay, I mean, my brother and my friends. And she's like, uh, Quartermain, I've been planning this trip for six months. My parents are expecting us in New York. Well, don't worry about it. Let's sleep on it. Sure enough, sleep on it. But the next day, Quartermain's already gone. He's hitting the streets. Well, you, you, you missed a big part. Well, no, because, I tried to allude to that. You yeah. went away from it, but go ahead. <laughs> well, we're going back to it. Because Dumont, is first of all, I, they're really hitting you over the head with this KKK stuff. There's a burning cross outside yeah, Alan's house. A little much. A little, a little much. A little hit, hit you over the head with it. And they strangle Dumont before he can really tell, give him the goods. Like the low, cause, uh, Dumont, he had the GPS all set out. Yeah. And they killed him, and they find his body. And then Alan's like, I got to go. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, when they killed him, they, of course, did whisper into his ear, white power. Again. I, they, no, you heard it wrong. They went, MAGA. Oh, that's what they did? Yeah, they said MAGA. Oh, shit, they were MAGAs. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's so different from white power. It's yeah, hard. It's, it's totally, hard. To, totally different. How dare you? I, that's, that's I dare so you to smirch the good name of the KKK by associating it with MAGA. <laughs> So okay, so now we're gonna hit the yes. streets, right? Taking it to the streets, we gotta take it to the streets because that's where all the interesting folk are. And you mentioned this, and uh, upon looking at it, yeah, they do I can't this. even believe for '87 they still did this. Yeah, they do this thing where anybody who actually interacts with Alan is not actually because they probably filmed this movie in Israel. No, they filmed it in uh, Africa. That was oh, one of the. Did. That was one of the. That one of the re- two reasons why James Earl Jones is in this movie. One paycheck. Two because he wanted to check out Africa. 
All he, want, he just wanted a trip to Africa. Yeah, that was it. That makes sense I'm so excited because uh, I'm thinking in March I'm going to be going to Africa, and it's only to explore the sets of Alan Quarterman. <laughs> You're going to find the lost city of gold? I'm going to find the lost city of gold in okay. Africa. We'll bring you back a Phoenician dagger. Oh, absolutely. America- I, can, I can tell. So don't get one of those, like, Oh, it was a rip-off one. Oh, no. When I explain it to the guards, like, don't worry. This is a... <laughs> My Nang Chan will smell it. It'll go, she'll, like, go all across it, and then it'll be like, this is real. They will not let me into... The, I mean, they will let me in the country only because it is completely... So, Alan's got to go to town because he's got to go on an adventure, but he needs somebody to carry his luggage. So, he's got to find some people. Yeah. Well, and... he needed to get information at first, too, because he wanted to find a shawarma. Yeah. Shawarma. Which is, of course, a famous dish in yeah. the Mediterranean, which we've adopted as our own in Detroit here. Yeah. Great. Love it. Uh, yeah. Chicken shawarma, man. Let's get some. And, uh, yeah, he first, well, first he meets this, like, peddler, and he's like, hey, Dolomite Designs. You like Dolomite Designs? Yeah, he sees that. He sees that. He's got, like, a fiber left on him, and that guy was so keen. He picked up on that fiber. He's like, you're a Dolomite man? <laughs> I've got just the thing for you. And then he lets somebody hit some in the chest with some. Like, he stabs himself. Yeah, he stabs himself in the chest with a dagger. Yeah. And doesn't harm him. And he's like, what the fuck's that? He's like, Mithril! Frodo design! Yeah. And he whips out... Straight out of loader. He whips out this Frodo uh, tank top made out of Mithril. Of course, the elven steel that can stop any blade. And he's like, I'll tell you, but you got to buy this. So he's like, all right, I'll buy it. So... He tells them, you need to find shawarma. And as we alluded to earlier, every role that's a speaking role that's not a white character is a white character in brown face. Oof. Yeah. So we get we meet shawarma, who's like a, a, a swamp. First of all, he's like totally in the wrong movie. He's like playing an Indian guy. He's got a turban. He's got the fucking Apu accent. Yeah. And if, if for you, you eagle-eyed people from the, who are, grew, up, grew up in the 70s, like Mork and Mindy, the actor playing him was Mork's uh, homeless, crazy friend, Exodor. <laughs> nice. You know, he was, Mork, is that you? Very nice. And so he's got the fucking offensive Apu accent. And yeah, guy who got rid of Apu off Simpsons, why don't you go after this movie instead? Because nobody cares about this fucking see, movie. See, it's only things that hit like that certain audience threshold. Well, considering everybody's listening to us, we got Fencers listening to us. We got Dora the Explorer copying the us. Gymnast. We have a half the Olympic team listening to us at this point. I can't imagine what effect that's going to have. We already got a guy to kneel. Gold, our, Gold is what's going to happen. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Which takes us back to our movie. Oh. So, Shwarma, he's like this fake con man, Swami guy. Yeah. And he's, he's going to confirm that absolutely I, 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 we can get you to the Lost City. And your brother, he's there. And you know what else is there? The Lost White Hope. Of course. There has to be. If it's like this perfect utopia, it's got to be a white it's group. Gotta be they white live people. right next to Wakanda, but this is the real deal. I, I, they live in a gated community. I, <laughs> I know it. I wish you were joking about this shit. It's a white race that was lost in Africa. I have to imagine the idea behind this was this is where Jesus lived. Probably, because yeah. all of our Christians like because we all that. know Jesus was white. Too. Oh yeah, Jesus oh. who grew grew up barely in the Middle East is yeah. white. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, blonde hair, blue eye, beautiful. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so he's like, I can guide you, 
And that's that's his accent. That's okay, Apu. I can do a totally. And that's exactly what he did. I'm actually doing a better version. <laughs> okay, of his you accent. are doing a good version. So he's like, "Just give me a cut of that sweet gold, baby." And he's like, "Okay." So now we gotta we gotta act break before Jesse or Jesse uh, Allen continues on his adventure to see what Jesse's up to. She's obviously pissed. Because Alan is like, I got to go on this adventure. I can't marry you. You're just some kind of hussy or something. I got to go on this adventure, find my, my lost brother, maybe find out how his how his pecs are doing, maybe grab that tush a little bit, make sure he doesn't have any insects, insects inside of him or something. I don't, I don't know what I got to do. I got to help him. So she's like, fuck you. I'm going to America. And we join her driving. Uh, I want to I wanna say her friend. But it's no, it's I'm sure it's some kind of servant. It's, it's, okay, it's, 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 a, servant. it's a it's a black person and black people have no lines in these movies. And oh, so, he had one line. Did he? Mom, maybe I should drive. Oh, OK. Yeah. And so, yeah, because she's driving along a cliffside like it's just just like a road right on a cliff's edge. And she's constantly because she's so pissed off, crazy broad, that she's like almost killing this guy. And he's pissing his pants. Yeah. And then she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going on that adventure with him. So she spins out, rips her clothes off. Yeah, we finally get to the point where this is, I think this is kind of where there is tension is that apparently Sharon Well, she hasn't had sex with Alan yet, but he's saying after we're married, but we know he's gay. Yeah. So... But there's this there's this frustration going on with her character, but then there's also this other angle... Where she starts ripping off her clothes, it's supposed to be super sexualized, but um, well, Sharon Stone apparently hooked up with our our one of our favorite wrestlers, Randy the Macho Man Savage. Yeah, and, I, I learned this thanks to IMDb. I learned yeah, this. I didn't a, know. I thought he was still with Miss Elizabeth, but it, apparently they were on like a they were off and on. And of course, Golden Globus were huge fans of Macho Man. So right. when this scene came up, he. He interjected. Well, originally, this this is IMDb, so don't give me shit if this isn't true. Because we, the gospel, IMDb is gospel, because we're too lazy to do real research. I learned on IMDb is that originally, Sharon Stone was going to rip off her dress and have an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini on. Mm. And Macho Man said, no. First of all, he was he he let Menachem go on the no. It was okay. And then right the last minute, he's like, not gonna happen, bro. Oh wow, wow! And like, and then Menachem, for some reason, he sounded like Vince McMahon, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa what are we gonna do? <laughs> we promise, I'm gonna see Brazil Jenny win it. Y'all pull bikini. Not gonna happen. I don't know what you're gonna do, brother, but it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and then, then Menachem, genius that he is, comes up. They did like, ding. What about bloomers? <laughs> that might happen, brother. <laughs> And the rest is cinematic history. So you see Sharon Stone rip off her. This was like, if you're naked, you barely can tell because it's that tight. But she pulls it off and suddenly she's wearing these very voluminous, voluminous, sure, sure. Go for it. a lot of volume uh, bloomers. And yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, she's triumphant. She won. She heads back. And she happens to head to this, like, river crossing where yeah. we're going to join our man, Alan Quadaman, uh, and he's going to be assembling a crew because he's ready to you go You got every on. good action movie. You got to have your crew, man. Yeah. 
So he just by chance he just bumps into James Earl Jones, who is apparently an old buddy of his. I didn't yeah. kind of understand the relationship. Yeah, he saw Alan like haggling over the price of you know a pair or something. He was like, "Only I, I know only one person who haggles over a pair. It's that bitch ass Alan Quarterman." And, and he's sh- like, turns around, snuffle up, I guess. What are you doing here? Oh. And I. We're gonna get real meta here for a second. I I picked up on something. I think a lot of people pick up on the character James Earl Jones plays in this movie is the exact a younger version, the exact same character he played in Coming to America. So apparently, in like the the sequel was gonna come after this, it never came because the movie bombed. We were gonna learn how he became a king. I don't remember what the nation was called in Coming to America, but he becomes a king of that nation. Yeah, I don't remember Wakanda. And because we get all that because they both wear the leopard print sash. They do. They do. So I'm going to say that's a meta kind of thing. So now he's got a part of his crew. He still needs, like, some some servants, but he also needs to find shawarma. And so he goes over to the food stand, and, of course, he's like, man, what do I feel like? If you're looking for shawarma, of course you go to food stand. I I am not feeling like something. You know what? This shawarma thing. Oh, Shawarma's a person. So he finds him, chats with him. Shawarma tells him, oh, yeah, no, we got to get us on this river. I'm going to go with you. I'll lead you the whole way. We'll get there. Well, that's going on. Umslapadopoulos gets his crew. He's like, bitch, I got fucking people. We don't, you don't need to look. I'll take care of that, Alan. So Umslapagopoulos yeah. gets the crew together. Alan gets, uh, gets uh, Shawarma, and they, they get on a boat. They're like, let's go. Let's do it. Well, just the way they're supposed to well, get on a boat, our girl Jessie shows up. She, cro- she f- crossed the lake on a ferry, and as soon as she hits ground... She did, they hadn't crossed the lake yet. No, she crossed the lake. She came in on a boat because like they were on the other side of the river. Oh, okay. And she gets out, and she's got some fucking tight-ass leather pants on. Yeah. And That's not good adventuring gear. Every man notices. she got some junk in the trunk. And they start salivating. They're like... That's one fine white bitch. Hey, I'm a white sl- slaver. Why don't I kidnap her? So they go to the kidnap, and they, at least they try. And she tries to fight him off at first. She's, like, cornered. She grabs a basket, throws it at him. It's full of snakes. Doesn't doesn't phase him. The amount of snakes they throw in this movie is ridiculous. I don't well, know. Well, at least these are real snakes, because we get some really bad fake snakes. Later. Was the snakes reveal of Indiana Jones out there yet? Yeah, Raiders okay. of the Lost Ark, yeah. Yeah, okay. So they're obviously playing on that because they uh, constantly, every scene has a snake in it Well, the snakes point. near the end are terrifying. A little bit. And they're about to grab her. One guy on one side, one guy on the other. Just they're about to, Unslapagapagus, grabs one of the guys and just hurls his ass, fucking press slams him, throws him in a river. Alan shows up, takes out the other guy, and they're just like, women. They wink at each other, <laughs> and they go, all right, you can come, Jesse. And she's like, yippee! And then they get on a boat, and they take off. And so th- this is where we get to see them, and they're going through this great adventure. And is it they're great? Going, they're going. It, it is the equivalent of a car chase, except it's just them walking. So it's Lord of the Rings. Right. They're going through jungles. They go through a desert, and then Finally, we get to something somewhat interesting, and it's this weird pathway. They could have gone to either side of it, but no, they decide to go in between these two stone pillar walls. They're fucking eerie as shit. Would not go there. Well, the, 
the very first thing they do is throw like a rock on the ground and spears shoot up. Yeah, that's right. And they're like, oh, this is safe. Let's do this. Yeah, this is super booby trap. Let's keep going. And as well, they start walking around, it's fine. No traps are going off. But our, you know our man Shwarma, he's all about the gold. Yeah. And he notices on the side of the wall there's this giant gold medallion. He's like, that shit would look tight on a fucking chain around my neck. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to break this shit off. So he grabs out a dag and he's just working on it. And lo and behold, it's another trap. And what happens is the like lightning starts fucking going off. The ground just breaks open in the middle of the the passageway. Our man Alan and J- how many fucking holes does fucking Jesse fall in? This way? I think at least three. <laughs> yeah, if there's a hole, Jesse's falling into it. <laughs> yeah, and if there's a hole, Alan's not falling into yeah. it because he's not. He's not. He's gay. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, but I love it. Because, Anyways, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I explained the birds and the bees after the show. Wow. Okay. So Anyways. what happens is Alan, like, what is he, I think he just grabs a vine or some shit. So he's hanging, he's dangling on in the chasm with Jesse, and there's a dead. Of course, there's a dead body there. It just comes out of a hole. The flesh rips off the skull somehow. It's disgusting. And yeah, this is a PG movie too. They did a couple of cool effects in this movie. And then the body just flops down. I think it was one of their friends because he yeah. recognized him. He's like, I would know that, that, that khaki jacket anywhere. And I think they're just like, Swarma, just push the medallion back in. Yeah. Swarma is standing right next to the medallion. It is, it, like, he's licking it at this point. He's like, oh, my God, that gold tastes so good. But he will not, like, they don't have the interest to tell him. Can you just push it in for us so we can save these people? No. They've already, as far as my count went, they've lost every single one of their cruisemen they had, which was five people. I saw them all die, but apparently they didn't. No. So he, Shwarma will not push it in. So Umblo, Umbato, uh, Ungato, James Earl Jones. Domo Arigato. Domo Arigato, Mr. He tries James to, but Earl he's Jones. on the other side of the he, chasm. Yeah, he's trying with his axe, and they're, like, the two different shots don't match up at all. Like, they show him reaching over the, the chasm, yeah. not even, nowhere close, like 45 feet away. <laughs> but then when they show the close-up, he's, like, inches away. Well, that, there's a scene like that later on in the movie, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. So Alan, of course, pulls out his gun. Trusty gun. His trusty spark shooting gun. You see him imagine a couple tomatoes up there as <laughs> targets, and he fucking shoots it a couple times. He pushes the, the gold plate back in, and you know the, 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 the floor starts closing back up. And they get out just in time. I want to point out, not one tear shed for their servant people who gruesomely died, who were, I, I'm guessing, crushed to death if they didn't already die from the fall. Uh, yeah, who, we don't know what was down there. They Well, well they had no lines. So they they probably no broke their legs, and then the walls <laughs> collapsed on them, and they're just suffocating to death. So they don't matter. But it does matter because they got a canoe ride to worry about. Right. So the journey continues, Greg. I, as far as I was concerned, again, because I thought all the help died. No, they now didn't. on the I think, canoe. I think it's like one member of the team dies every I, I swear, every I saw, action scene. I saw all five go down, but no, you're you know we got a canoe full yeah. of new help. And I also could have swore all their luggage fell in the hole too, but no, they have the luggage back. Yep, somehow came back. And so they're on a canoe. They're going down a river, and they they like you said they got their their servant guys back. Yeah, they got three different canoes here, and they run into. Well, 
little trouble. They've gone into a territory they shouldn't exactly be in, apparently. Yeah, they go into, I don't remember what the name of the tribe was. I think they're like to be cannibals because they, they look pretty sweet. The guy had like the white like skull painted on his face. Yeah. You know, we, we kind of do the brush over here, but when they were in that river town where yeah. Jesse almost got uh, captured, we found out about the this tribe because Umblapo um, um, told them, yo, those are... Um, those are cannibals. Yeah, stay, they stay like the them. they like the white meat. Yeah, and so I guess we meet them again, and they definitely like the white meat because they're like Jesse. We want her. Yeah, you can't cross our territory without giving us the sweets. And they're like, not gonna happen, brother. Do you notice Richard Chamberlain was trying to channel Macho Man with that beard, I think. And that's exactly what was happening. He was like, that's what a man really looks like. What was really weird for me was he was wearing, like, the cam- like not the camouflage, but, like, the safari fatigues. Yeah. But he did the tassels under the arms. Well, that was, yeah. And then, then, the, then the weird, like, sunglasses. The wraparound, like, snowboarder <laughs> shades. Yeah, I was like, God, that doesn't and make sense, And the bandana. Dude. I don't know. It, was, it, it worked somehow. Yeah, the signs were there. We should have noticed them earlier is what we're saying. And so they tell them, you need to get the fuck out of our territory if you're not going to give us that sweet piece of meat. Yeah. Because they know, like, Oopswapadopoulos is going to fuck their shit up. So they, the safe face, they're like, you got 24 hours. Get the yeah, fuck they, out Yeah, they here. see that they have a token in the group. So they're like, they're not racist, clearly. <laughs> no. They got one black friend. Yes. They're not and he has, racist. And he can speak, too. Yeah. And he's so, got that sweet ass chaotic good battle axe. Oh, is. oh yeah. So they're like, just you know what? Get the fuck out of our territory, and we'll let you live. And so you know, our crew goes on. They go up the river. They're like, we're just gonna go about our business. They, they, you know, it's it's late, so they're getting tired. They find a nice embankment, so they start to you know they're ease like, up on it. They're like, make sure you sleep in the canoes because these fuckers don't play. Yeah. So they fall asleep in the canoe. They don't leave a fucking guard, or maybe they do. And if there's another guy with no lines, he gets killed off yeah, camera. Maybe. Because the those fucking cannibals come back, and they start killing people. They start, well, it was, it was very PG like battles. Like you never see any blood. You do yeah. see a severed arm later on. Of course, fucking Schwarm is useless. He's a coward. Yeah, he he just shrieks out. I think that's what alerts everybody is that he is a very light sleeper. He hears someone pop out of the water. He shrieks out. So everybody's on alert. And Alan's just like, oh, they got daggers? Well, don't worry. I've got this pistol. And he just starts fucking. What was that voice? Shooting. I think that was like like my attempt at a Connery. And then I'm just shooting everybody. I'm doing a gesture. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's got, you ever see a spark gun? So he just starts, these guns are literally shooting sparks. I don't know what the fuck's going on with these yeah. guns. And like Jesse, she grabs a shotgun. She can handle herself with a gun too. So they're they're surrounded and these people are popping up out of the water. So there's like no good way to defend themselves. Snuffleupagus got the axe. He's chopping arms left and right. But it's very obvious that. Our man, Alan, is the leader of the group. Somebody finally ch- just throws out a crazy cheer. Uh, I don't know what it sounds like. I can't imitate it. But then he throws a, a spear at him. Right. And uh, Bounces and, right off his chest. Yeah, lo and behold. This is a theme of the movie, by the way. Spears bouncing off chests. 
Yeah, and I want to point out they actually respected the audience because they didn't really most like especially can movies would sell that fucking mithril armor like a motherfucker, but they kind of just put it out there in the beginning and they never even mentioned if he's wearing it. That's true. So you do, so you as the audience, you just see the spear bounce off and you're like, "Oh, it's just cuz this movie's cheap and it's a rubber spear and they fucked up." But no, it's supposed to happen. And the witch doctor guy who's like the leader of the tribe, he freaks out, yeah. bitches out, and is like, whatever, you can go where you know where you want. I'll suck your dick. And Alan's like, I don't need that. Yeah. And so I was like, thank you. We'll go on our way. We just, they just carry right along. And they don't even tell, it's like, they don't even, like, uh, most canon films, they'd show them, like, open the thing and wink. They don't even do that. No, it's they don't. Like, for all we know, if you if you did, you did came in late. They're saving movie, it. If you came in this movie late, you'd be like, what the fuck just happened? They're delaying that gratification. <laughs> so we continue down this rapid. Well, the river, the on... river turns into a rapids, yeah. and they get drawn yeah. into this cave. Yeah. It wasn't like, a, I want to say it had skull, like, it probably didn't, but it did have, like, a skull, like, face opening. It was Something like that. I don't. Um, I don't remember noticing anything about this. Well, they're drawn into a cave, and then we get some really awful green screen of them going down these rapids, and of course there's like stalactites hanging down. I think one of the servants gets knocked out of the boat, and they. It's, so it's like it's because it's supposed to be the fucking um, mine car scene from Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. That's what this is kind of. Oh yeah, on. they're like they're ducking under them, and they're right. dodging and. It's it's supposed to be this claustrophobic night fuck, and it's and for some it's, reason they're in a cave. Yet it's brightly lit. I don't no. know. It's fun, and, like playing Donkey Kong. And no, it wasn't fun. And there was some really bad green screen. And they finally get down into like this open area in the cave, and there's a fucking volcano in the cave shooting fire out yeah, into the air. They're just in this large circumference, like pond area but yet there's fires shooting out of the middle of it that's yeah. how that's what i saw yeah it was just fire there was okay. no like lava or anything. yeah it was, so in the midst of this water there was just fire shooting out of it for and so reason. right now we're down to our our three our three main characters alan jesse and Usalupa dupe they've lost all their help and no there's still one canoe with one help left and so alan they're both being drawn to the fire and alan whips out his gun one last chance Shoots a rock oh, yeah. off the like ceiling. It crashes down, which knocks Alan's boat out of the way of the uh, fire. But it somehow helps the other guy's boat go towards the fire. And he's horribly burned alive, but he doesn't matter because he had no speaking lines. So the last <laughs> of their help dies a horrible death, burned alive. And they don't not even a mention of this guy. They're just like, oh. they yeah, they're literally red shirts from Star Trek. They right. don't have names. They barely have faces. And nobody gives a shit about that. Absolutely. So they finally, they go, they, they beat, get, uh, they, like, yeah, they just kind of like dock up and they find a path because like when we join them again, they're just like going through the caves now. Yeah, well, Jesse, she'd passed out from the heat and uh, she wakes up and she's like, where are we? And he's like, bitch, come on, get out of yeah. here. Why don't you lead the way, by the way? Just go ahead. Yeah. You've been sleeping so long. You're so energetic I'm now. sure they're not traps ahead of us why yeah. don't you just go ahead oh wait did you just say traps because of course jesse falls into a trap this is her second hole yeah. she's fallen into yeah. this movie and she falls down and apparently we meet the rest of the party minus the brother of alan all their dead corpses are just lying there but there's also gold so who cares about those people there's fucking gold in them in our hills dude and she bites it and sure enough that gold block is real gold Guys. 
gold. Shawarma's freaking out. Real gold? Did you bite it? Did it bend? <laughs> Did it have a nice grisly taste on your teeth? And she's like, bitch, this is 24 karat gold. Oof. And so he's like, oh, great. I love the gold. And uh, Alan's like, here, here's a lantern and here's a rope. We'll pull you up. So while they're doing that, the worst hand puppet snake dragon. I don't know what the fuck these things are supposed to be. Come out of these holes. And they're obviously just hand puppets. And they start Biting at everybody, and, and Sharon's Jesse screaming, and there's it's horrible. They're awful. It's absolutely horrible. And they, but they eventually somehow Alan starts shooting them with a spark gun, and they're like blowing the heads off. Yeah, and they eventually pull her up. One spits like venom. Like it's just a squirt gun in a guy's hand inside a puppet, and they just get away. It's awful. It's awful. They get away. And they, they just start sprinting away like you like that time that, you know, you you were walking through a forest and a spider web got caught on your hat or something. And you notice the spider was actually in the web and you freak out. And so you throw it off and then you run 400 feet ahead. Yeah, this is this is that scene because they just start sprinting. And you ahead. think it can't get any worse than that. We just saw some dragon snakes. What yeah. can get worse than that? But then they stumble on this humongous chasm. Another chasm. Another chasm? Well, it's a cave, man. There's got to be chasms in a cave. And this is an abyss. This isn't even a chasm. That's how deep it is. Yeah. And it's got to be what? Three feet across? Four, maybe? Dude, it's got to be two and three quarters. (laughs) But, you know, angles, sometimes it looks farther than it really is. I mean, if it was the scale, it's only as wide as my TV, which is... I don't know, two and a half feet across? Yeah, yeah I'd say two, two and a half feet. Yeah, yeah. And Alan's like, well, guess you got to jump. So he does He does like a hop, skip, and a jump across it. Uh, yeah, he's like, fuck you guys. I don't know if you can do this, but I'm doing it. And he leaps across it because it's only two feet. It's only two feet. And so Jesse goes, well, shit, I can do that. I don't know why I just gave her why some weird southern accent. Yeah, there was that accent. I don't know. Speaking from the guy who does always those weird accents. Shut up. And she jumps across accent. it. And she goes, how's that, y'all? And I, really, I loved I I really, This is Jesse from fucking uh, Toy Story yeah, now. That's exactly. I'm channeling Jesse. <laughs> we're, we're getting into she that. Was toy much, Jesse from Toy Story is much more interesting. I, I, I want to point out that Sharon Stone is channeling Kate Capshaw from Temple of Doom so much. I fucking hated her in this uh, movie. She's so annoying. She's just. She, indie. I, I think, I think uh, Sharon Stone won a Razzie for this movie. Yeah, I can see why they hated her. Because I hated her on screen. So she's probably had to be 10 times worse off screen screen yeah and, and still, still hot, I, I don't but. want people to mistake this hatred for like the per like the human being themselves but the acting in this movie like her character in this movie was fucking got awful i want to believe they told her to imitate Kate no I, from I temple of dome exactly like, i absolutely believe that and i believe in the first indiana jones it's terrible because you hear the andes and the dr jones that's the second one. That's the second chronologically, one. Chronologically, you're right. It is the first because chronologically it takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark, but it uh, came out after Raiders it was, of the Lost Ark. It's so rough. They put so many annoying things in those movies, and yet they're still yeah, good. Yeah, Shawarma is kind of the short round. Like, yeah, Shawarma. It, yeah. Except you could trust Short Round. He's like, 
he's just every negative stereotype you could have of like a foreign <laughs> person like rolled into one. He's like, oh, gold. He's always ready to sell him out at every yeah. chance. Get, they've done nothing to him at I'm all. I'm pretty sure a lot of uh, Trump's motivations are based around he just He probably saw this movie and was like, we got to build a wall. He's like, I don't know where that guy's from, but he's brown. <laughs> I got to build a wall, and I got to put a trap right down the middle of it. He's probably right now. That's his plan to have like a passageway for the Mexicans to walk. There, there's a policy written right now. Let's build a giant trench. Let's put some gold bars down there, and then when they get down there, snake dragons. He's like, are there are there real snake dragons? Sure. Where have you said, Mr. President? You guys, can we get those? Can we work on that? Uh, we're going to the Doctor Evil territory with the sharks and lasers, though. And so, where were we? So they so. Oops, Swapadopoulos. I they loved ju- how they jumped over. Did the you know this was like? And this, no, this was like awful acting on James Earl. Awful editing, I'll say, because he clearly stops right before the oh, edge. No, like, uh, like half of them stop right before <laughs> he jumps over the edge. It was and, really bad. And then bad. you get a shot from like looking up, and you see like some stuntman yeah, jumping some stunt a, man. a five thousand foot like leap. It's so obvious. Like if you've uh, this is. I wouldn't say I was like entertained by this movie. <laughs> it was it was kind of a slog. I would love to see that in the commercial. I wouldn't <laughs> say I was entertained by this movie. Griff Hagman, you want to the theater? <laughs> Put that on your fucking Blu-ray, motherfucker. But if you want to see an example of like bad stunt editing, this is the example yeah, you go to. I gotta say, the editing kills all the action. They in this don't movie. make it seem seamless at all. It literally is. You see James Earl Jones run up to a chasm and he stops, and then you see another maybe black person jump <laughs> yeah, over. We don't know because there's a lot of brown faces yeah. in this movie. <laughs> and yeah, and then of course Shwarma the coward is like, I don't know if I can jump two feet. This hurts so much. And he of course he jumps and he he barely makes it. He just grabs the edge. We first of all were to think he died, and then no, and then and then James Earl Jones rolls his eyes and grabs him. Because James Earl Jones is on to this fucker. He yeah. knows some shifty-ass shit. Knew, he knew he was going to fuck up. And he you know, grabs him by the collar, pulls him up, slaps him. And, and so you think, that's it. This is no, it. No, they're going to walk into more action. And let's really, <laughs> let's really uh, Do you want build, it really, build is up it really, Can we really action. honestly say it's action? Uh, it kind of is. <laughs> So we're gonna, you know, we'll get a little lead into this action here, and then suddenly, a fucking lion pops out of a cave. Wh- what is he eating? How is he eating? How is he surviving? <laughs> he's he eating, is a full he's lion. Dragon snakes. The, wait. Also, in movies, they just had lions handy. Back in those days, in the eighties, you could just be like, "I need sure. a lion." You could do whatever you wanted in the eighties. Nobody Cause, cared because they were just like, "Yeah, we need a lion." Well, and going back to bad editing, it's clearly there's a shot of a lion with a trainer like off camera. The lion leaps. We get another shot of Richard Chamberlain going ah and falling back, shooting his gun. The lion leaps over him, shoots that we think because the editing's so bad. Like I guess the theater of the mind. We're supposed to put those oh. all together. Yeah. Speaking of bad editing, apparently. Instagram can't handle 1080p because I posted this exact scene, uh, I think, just like three hours ago. And um, it did this with my first scene I took from this movie. It doesn't handle it well. So there's like some horrible artifacting over the scenes. But you get the gist. (laughs) It's bad. And so Alan shoots at the lion as it supposedly jumps some 45 feet over his head. And you just see it 
dead in a corner. Yeah, like a, it, I wouldn't be shocked if they really killed a lion just for that scene. There's like a lion I, carcass lying like in another oh, hole. I really hope not. But you know, this you is never this know. is the eighties. They did they did see wherever they wanted it though. That's true. Let's bring the so this boat. has to be it, Griff. We've had so many adventures in this cave. There can't be anything else waiting for our our group of adventures, is there? Well, I mean, they uh, they. Th- they see a light. And they, they start, start feeling a breeze. They start walking towards it, and yeah, they feel that breeze. They feel they're like, "Oh man, this is just the comforts of safety coming at." And then they hear the chirping and the chirping, and then the fucking bats. Well, we get a bat, another bad hand puppet of like a giant bat that gets into Jesse's face, and she screams because she's supposed to be, you know, Kate Capshaw from Temple of Doom. She has to be annoying. And then she runs off, and then we get like normal sized bats flying, and Alan Quartermain's like, ha 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 ha, that's just bats. They have to be coming from somewhere. Oh, look, there's a hole there. Yeah, they, 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 they continue towards that light in the distance, and we just, this is our car chasing. We just walk, watch them walk, Lord of the Rings style, through a hole, out the hole. And then there's this beautiful landscape and waterfalls oh, everywhere. Don't yeah, go chasing well, them. It was cool. It was beautiful shots. I, I I should say that it was beautiful shots. This is what inspired Peter Jackson. But like Griff, I'm like so exhausted explaining all that action that I think this would be an appropriate time to do hair metal hates. Oh, you think this is a private time? I think we should do uh, sabotage. <laughs> I I'm gonna call foul on this. I, I want to point out, hair metal Sean picked. He gave us a list of 500 hair metal videos that we could possibly use. I'm we glad whittled you it down. That down we I whittled it down 5, to five, and I was like, sabotage to me isn't hair metal. It's they're like traditional metal. I would I would put them in the category of like an Iron Maiden, a Judas Priest. But it's all about the video. Yes, because this video it very much fits the theme of our movie. There's gold in it. There's a dwarf in it. Was there a dwarf in this movie? I mean, and, you're looking at him right now. And there's a there's a cave. So let's 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 go into a little gonna, let it roll. Little sabotage hall of the mountain. This is King. A, this is back when they would do the extended music videos to give you. A, it's like, like a movie. You know, they give you the intro to the music video. So we're watching a fucking. Uh, a gnome, a garden gnome. Yeah, and he's uh, he's falling in a hole. This fits right into our story. Uh, yeah, and it just happens to be the hole where <laughs> sabotage, sabotage is, is doing their concert, silver <laughs> juice style, and great backlighting. I want to point obviously out. just destroying. and this, this garden gnome is freaking the fuck out. He's never been rocked this hard in his life. Oh, that's got to be what it is. You see his face. He's like, oh my god, <laughs> I've listened to folk music, but this. <laughs> And then we see the Hall of the Mountain King. We see this. We get flashes of oh, it. He's finally met the lead singer. Yes. And he's like, let me show you the way. Because, of course, 80s heavy metal, we loved our D&D. Oh, and he points him to a doorway. Right. So he's running. So, so he's now, like, there's no dragon snakes here. Oh, shit. Okay. And, and there are Oh, man. He's just fucking and killing this, that. This guy, this kid, this, this kid, this dwarf, whatever, he's never been rocked so hard. So he's confused. He's, he's stumbling through. And they're still like the, the, the showmen they are. Whoa, oh my whoa, god! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was the same. Green he was just effect. about. To, he was just about to run into the the hall of the dragon snakes, and the, and the 
the lead singer saved him. And he just hops out of there and goes, let me show you the way. Why did they have to have horrible balding? Why? Oh, uh, gold room. This, this is the Hall of the Mountain King, I'm guessing. And yeah, he's just like, be. them gold. And he's like chewing it, like you said. He's like, this is real gold. He's just he's just loving it. I love he's, that all these candles have been burning for who knows how. Well, they're long. magical, dude. This is like all fucking this, this is the magical world they're in. That must be what's lighting the band right here is all the magic candles. <laughs> yes, it's off. It's shining. <laughs> oh, he just took a fat rip off his vape. <laughs> Lead singer, singer yeah. is high as fuck. He just ripped off a golden bong, and and then the the the. He's laughing. <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the fucking munchies. And then, oh, my God, that's the Mountain King, Griff, I think. We just saw a sorry, glimpse so, of him. Sorry, this music's so fast. It's like we're cutting between two scenes, and now we're in... Ben- I got to say, I love the facial expressions. The singer is giving it his all. There is. And then we're introducing this third... The sleeping Mountain King. He's like he's like basically a, a bodybuilder with an old bad old man makeup. Yeah, he, he looks remind, like King Neptune. He reminds me of uh, Beelzebub from the Tenacious D... Or no, that was Satan. That was straight up Satan. Dave yeah, the Dave Grohl Satan. Yeah, yeah that, they've got him. And he wakes out. up because the, the midget dwarf gnome, whatever the fuck he is, he's going to try to steal something. And then oh he's shit, like, that's what stirs him from his slumber. There's some some peck jelly on this hot oh, king. Oh fuck, he whipped a fucking chalice at him, <laughs> and it blew up. It turned to sparks. And he's like, feet don't fail me now. And he took off. And he's like, I'm going to go back and watch that Sabotage concert. And he's like, I'm going to go back to sleep because I'm old. <laughs> he really did. He just he was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. I don't uh, need yeah, like, yeah, Let yeah. me show you the way. Sabotage Lo- all I'm, about I, it. I'm fucking loving this singer, though. He is giving it his all. I love the acting. He reminds me a lot of Ozzy. He does have an Ozzy quality to him. Like and he, a and then the, He's like, here's the exit. It got covered by dirt. And so the guy's like, thank you, Sabotage. I'm going to go. You should come with me. Let's go on tour He's like, sorry, we got an encore to do, baby. Yeah, for no one. (laughs) We got to finish our practice here. So now here's the, I think here's where the the, the guitar solo fucking. I hope not. The song's only got 50 (laughs) seconds left. There's a guitar solo at the very end. Because this is my favorite part of the video. He's he's backlit. He's rocking out. Lead singer, though. Yeah, lead singer. And then where's it coming? I don't know. I we're, because we're cuts of all the band. I don't. They must. This must be an abridged version. I swear. There's this. I I couldn't explain it uh, verbally. So I'll just lose your imagination. But okay, the, the dwarf gets out. Mount King's still asleep. They're still rocking their concert. And then he opens it up, and there's what? A, there's a cassette tape of Sabotage's Hall of the Mountain King. That's the true treasure, Griff. Oh my God. And he's like, he throws the gold away, and he, he kisses that cassette. What the fuck? You see, that's whole that. Now I'm a, you're gonna think I'm crazy because that scene I told you about where the singer was like going, like jumping on the guitar player while he was singing. We didn't even see that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I dreamt that. I think you dreamt it. I think I you. Know. This music video had so much of an impression on you. So you uh, dreamt it. So they walk out of this cave. Our heroes and. Ellen Quaterman's uh, Lost City of Gold. They walk out, and there's this beautiful white-towered city on uh, on the hillside. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God, that's it. That's the Lost City of Gold. Even though it's, it should be gold, but it's not. It's white. It's white. Let's walk there. Was there. No, but, well, y'all, you didn't point out, there's also a fucking lava river. 
badly oh, green yeah, the screen. Lava River, yeah. And that place that you don't even need to know that because it doesn't. No, it does, that's it the last time you see it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't nobody matter. gets thrown in it. They ran out of like you know guides. So I mean, I'm glad you brought it up, but I like that you brought it up and also said it doesn't <laughs> matter at all. No. <laughs> You're building this scene, but at the same time saying it doesn't fucking matter. I'm basically doing like the director of this movie did. Exactly. I'm really shitting on all the action. So they walk there. And we spent and another eight minutes it's, it's, watching yeah. them walk there. Yes. And they get to the door, and they're like, hey, let's just go knock on that door. And it's, oh, well, why not? This place looks like Trump Tower. It's so it tasteful. Does. The gold, It's gold everywhere, but it's tasteful gold, just like Mr. Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. He's, so uh, there's, there's like 15-foot 15, 15 gold gate. Buddhas? Yes. But that's inside. On the outside, you just see these two 15-foot-tall gates. And it's got – is it just gold? Does it have jewels in it? I don't remember. No but jewels. They just got gold. Just gold. That's a, they, got, they, they trade with the city of jewels, but they're just the city of gold. No, no, no. They don't, they don't trade with anybody. No, like, oh, you're right. This is lost. the lost civilization, lost, lost so it's gold. just gold. But they, what they do with the gold, amazing. And so there's some beautiful children, beautiful white children outside beautiful. with their black servants, I want to point out. Yes. There are black people, but they're servants. And, and one of those beautiful children just happens to walk outside the door when they're about to knock on it. And they're like, oh, look at this beautiful bull-cutted child. This kid is so beautiful, I wanted to slap his face so he wouldn't become a tyrant. I, I was That's worried. how beautiful the child I was, was. worried about that, too. <laughs> So when uh, this kid carries on and he's walking along and these people are just like acknowledging how beautiful this child is, well, Lion does the favor of ours and slaps the <laughs> fuck out of this child's face. think that's face. what the Lion was doing? I absolutely believe. I'm pretty sure that Blind The from, Lion, he was playing a silent flute earlier. He was. Was this two episodes ago now? Yes, or two that, episodes ago. Yeah, two episodes ago. In our fucking delightful I, You're right. I flow. noticed there was a bell on one of the paws. A paws of the line. Yeah. So he destroys, he what, what, mutilates this yes. child. So he but Almost decapitates him. Almost. Almost. Uh, just to fix the kid so he's got the right mind going into adulthood. But our, our, our James Earl Jones. He reads the situation Uma, wrong. Umasopolopolis. Uh, he, I, I am really sorry for fucking that name up, but it is hard with an English tongue to pronounce it. And they do not. Oh, really? It's Umslapagos. I don't, I don't think they ever, they say it in the movie? Yeah, it's Umslapagos. Oh, thanks, Murray. Fuck you. Yeah. Throw you're, me you're right. You're a piece of shit. That's how, how many tires were there on that bus you just threw me under? Uh, 18. It was an 18 wheeler. It felt like 18. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, so Umasopolis runs in. Umslapagos. <laughs> He runs in. He's got his axe. He's got like an easy flow handle on yeah, it so we can twirl it like a baton. Oh, we forgot to point. That was a nice move. We didn't point out when when Alan got hit with a spear, he was like twirling it yeah, and blocking he was all these spears. It. Yeah, he was that blocking was pretty all sweet. I so he's that. been doing that thing for the whole movie. Showing off like a mother. So that was foreshadowing for this scene where actually, no, he drops the axe. He, yeah, he like, fucking, fuck he German suplexed that fucking uh, lion. Yeah. It's beautiful. And he gave it to three pen. He was like, bitch, out. I get your title. And he stole the mane right off his back. Right. And right along that leopard print sweet chest vest he had, he's now has this nice cough piece and everyone is like yeah they saved the beautiful boy you welcome to our city he ain't so beautiful anymore but thank you but he will learn to be humble he learned a lesson so you know 
apparently the budget was so low. All we get in this city is gold painted stairs. That's the only gold we really get, besides those beautiful gates. I mean, they all walk after they like learn of their great deed. They start welcoming them. They pull out the fruit trays. It's like room service. They're but- kind of like a naive people because they're the lost city, so they don't know the dangers of the outside world. So they're welcoming anyone who will come in. It's true, but I, I, I just I'm worried that you missed this. They give them uh, a nice like hotel level room service treatment. But it's the hotel from Undefeatable, I think, where they cart in that nice, sweet tray no, of that goods. Was, no, 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 no. What was that from? That was from Savage Beach. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was Savage the Beach. The great so, Al Young scene. So, Al Young, that's exactly what I'm looking at here. Because they cart it in. There's a couple bananas. There's a pineapple. But there's also a couple Budweiser's. There's a, yeah. What? How did Budweiser's the, make it to the, the Lost That's the international city? symbol of hospitality. That's how Budweiser's been doing so. Here's some good friends. I'm going to give you a very honest fact. No joke. I own Budweiser stock. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Okay. I know. They've been investing in Africa since the 80s. It's it's paying off. So it's like Alan's like, I've died and gone to heaven. Where do you see Budweiser with pineapple? Yeah. And like, have you ever tried it? And he's like, no, I haven't. It's, it's, he's like, it's ambrosia. It's like the it, food of the gods. It's almost as good as seeing my baby brother all over again. And just as he says that, the most second most beautiful person. <laughs> well, he's a he's a an adult. Well, now. he's the most beautiful now because that kid got fucked up. Well, the, that kid is a boy. This yes. is the most beautiful <laughs> man. That's the most beautiful boy. And his eyes just light up. And brother, and it's his brother. I think his name was Robeson Quarterman. Yeah. And they embrace, and he's like, who's this lady? Oh, don't worry about her. And he's like, face bombs like Jesse out of the way. Oh, my She's God. She's like, I'm going to marry him. No, you're not. And <laughs> who you're going to marry? And so he's like, hey, let me show you the, the, the lost city. And he's like, it's a beautiful place, and everyone loves each other. And, oh, the queen wants to meet you. And, and they're I, like, this is where we meet the two queens? Yes. He's like, he's like. I, I, this is where I lose track of this. They take completely. him to the throne room. We learn there the wheeler two queens. They're sisters, I think. Yeah, no, they're sisters. And of course, as if anybody's ever read an Archie comic, we know we know all blondes are sweet and wholesome, and all brunettes are fucking evil bitches. Which is why I, I and, always seem to date brunettes. You know, you never learned. Yeah. And so, I also want to point out that the evil bitch, Serays, uh, I think was her name, is played by. This is very rare. You rarely see Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, outside of her Elvira garb. But this is Cassandra Peterson plays the evil one. No lines, people. They don't give her one fucking line in this movie. You got Elvira. Everybody knows Elvira. Yeah. And they don't give her any fucking lines. She just sits there and looks evil all the time. Yeah. And then we meet the other one who's I wrote uh, down. I believe you said James Earl Jones is in it for the free trip to Africa. She was probably also in it for the free trip to Africa. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what was going on. I want to point out when she's Elvira, her tits are fucking huge. I don't. She must have a hell of a push up bra because they didn't. They didn't look that spectacular in this movie. Maybe I they're hiding them because it's a PG movie. I didn't notice her at all in this movie. So no, I did. I can't help. Well, and, that's that's your childhood thing. So yeah. And yes, Elvira's tits. And so yeah. we also meet the blonde one, Nylepha, I think was her name. I wrote it down. Dude, it's all these fucking names. names. Even even Alan Quartermain's names are hard to fucking pronounce in this movie. Quarterman. 
So we immediately know who's evil, who's good, because there's a blonde, there's a brunette. And we also meet Aegon. And he is great Henry Silva. We the last time we the only time we've seen him on Golden Globus Theater, he played the villain in the highly underrated Sharky's Machine episode. That was highly underrated. It, it That's is. unfortunate. It's so underrated that we were talking about today. We don't even remember what happened in the movie. No, only Other thing- then the street life. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Life. I remember the blistering uh, wrestling promo I cut on your brother that destroyed oh. him and basically unmanned him. Yeah, my brother wanted to be on the podcast, but then you hit him with that, and he was like, ooh, I don't know how to come. <laughs> my brother is Macho Man. Yeah. I don't know how to rebuttal that one. So basically, in, in short, I destroyed the Macho Man in a promo off. He didn't even answer my call. So go listen to that episode. So... <laughs> We meet a. We immediately know he's evil. It's Henry Silva. He only plays evil people. He's got the sweet ass same wig Gene Simmons has been wearing for the past thirty years. On. Oh, Aegon was terrible. And he's rocking like you pointed out earlier that Ric Flair championship belt. He's got the cool. You can see it in my first IG post. He's got this super awesome giant belt buckle. It's like a lion's face. Reminds me a lot of Samurai Cop. A lot of things are reminding me of Samurai <laughs> well, Cop lately. Yeah, there's a lot of lions in it. And people, if you're interested in Samurai Cop, it's coming eventually. Yes, it's not off say, our radar. I'm going to say episode 100. If we make it to 100, we're gonna we're gonna. That's because 100s. That's a big deal. We're going to arrange that because we want to have... We're on episode 70, I won't let you know, so don't get too excited. We're, we're trying to get more people involved in that because that's going to be like our... Magnum opus. That's going to be... I wouldn't say magnum opus. It's more of a celebration. Well, way to get people excited for something that's going to happen next year. But look out for that. Episode okay. 100. Maybe. I don't know. We huh? might we might just totally drop the ball on that. Yeah, maybe. Or we'll just stop after this episode. We don't know. We're winging it, people. So, we got all our we got our villains, we got our heroes. We learned that. Uh, what did we learn, Griff? Agon, uh, they meet Agon. He's pissed about the lion. He's pissed about the lion. He's like that was my pet lion. I like that lion. I na- I, na- I named him Detroit, and he was going to lead me to a Super Bowl. He he's not. That's the <laughs> joke. There yeah. was a joke. That was a really bad football NFL. North American football. Yeah, everybody, league. all our English listeners got that joke. They're like, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Matt Stafford, you talking about him? Yeah, our football team sucks. So yeah, I he's even like, said here sends in hoodie, uh, which is obviously a reference to Bill Belichick, who is gonna just laugh at us because so, we're trying to take up the Patriots. While life. this is going on, Shawarma thief that he is, he's stealing all the. I was gonna say silverware, but it's goldware. And he's got it, you know, all in his his. Yeah, his... he's got the loose robe on, so he's just tucking it in everywhere. He's like, no, that's my real dick. It's kind of yeah, labra shaped. Kind of yeah, fork. It's shaped. got it's got eight points. It's a it's that. Yeah, it's got yeah, that. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And, <laughs> it's cool. And this is he's about to explain because he can talk his way out of anything. He's yeah. like, guys, I got this. Aegon calls in uh, uh, Alan's whole group, and they're like, explain yourselves. Wait. I want Shwarma here to explain everyone for me. And Shwarma hits the stage, and he's like, these are the coolest guys I've ever met. And then the gold just starts spilling out of him. And they're like, you thief. And I think Aegon, does he hit the button where the third hole that Jesse falls through happens? Yeah. For some reason that 
Uh, God, I keep burping. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Uh, so Shawarma's in the middle of the circle. He somehow gets out of the way, but Jesse, Jesse gets in the way. Well, there's a hole. Jesse will fall in it. Yeah, so this Jesse. Is hole number three. Again, IG post from the other day. Uh, so she ends up like in the hole, almost falling in, where we see that he has a pit of gold lava. I thought it was just muddy water. It, was it like looked the, shitty. It was the worst. I mean, come on. We had this in high definition, and it looked god-awful. <laughs> and, of course, since there's some like a black background characters here, one of them has to fall into the gold. Mm-hmm. And so he falls in there, and then I guess Alan pulls Jesse up. So I yeah, go. Alan pulls Jesse up. And then they just, well, I, don't even, I don't remember what happened here. They shut the hole again. and they, a- Aegon's just like adoring it. He's like, oh, my God. Is that a pond of molten gold you have down there? I just want to dip my dick in it. I, well, I Aegon need some knows of that. that they have the gold. That was his, that's his thing. But he was even impressed by how far he, it He was went. impressed by himself. He just thought there was gold. He didn't realize they had like a whole river of gold. Yeah, I thought he knew about that. No, I don't think he Well, did. he has a contraption later on that he uses. So they 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 save Jesse, and Aegon comes over because he's pissed. He was, like, at his mantle with all the control panels and everything. He was doing the light show and all that. And he comes over. He's like, you motherfucker. Don't save anybody. I wanted that gold-plated bitch at my dinner tonight. So he grabs a spear. We've seen this show once before. He grabs that spear and he chucks it into Alan's face, hits him in the chest, and dies. Well, it doesn't hit him in the chest. We also oh. wanted to point out the mithril vest is a deep V. Yeah, you see, I said chest, <laughs> but I was pointing to like the upper abdomen area underneath yeah. where Alan has his exposed pecs. It's basically a mithril uh, tank top, the kind that Steven Seagal wears. Very loose, yeah. huge hole, armholes, huge yep. neck holes. Yep, barely any cloth. Just there. covers the stomach. So he deflects it. He finds an apple. I think someone tosses him an apple. Takes a nice big bite out of it, and he's like, "What now, bitches?" Did he, wait. Did he rip it in half first? No, he didn't. Oh, he just wow. took a normal bite because oh. he doesn't know nature like we know nature. Yeah. So he takes a bite out. Of it. That was a another silent flute <laughs> reference, aka Circle of Iron. Circle of Iron, which is why it's in this collection of movies. <laughs> yes. Um. So he takes that nice big bite out of his apple. He's like, bitch, I'm your god now. And everybody's just like, he is our god now. He's fucking dope. You see the way he took that spear off? I just thought all spears in this movie sucked. Yeah. The blonde queens beaming ear to ear. Elvira pissed. Yeah. So now we, it's official. Elvira evil. Blonde good. And so uh, uh, the brother's like, hey, let me show you around. Yeah, some more. Let, let me, me let me take you shit. around. Show you, show you where like my my other bro friends like to like cuff me up and really rough up my buns. <laughs> like let brother, me take you to the leather bar in the Lost City. Cool. Yeah. We can talk. Yeah. And before they're doing <laughs> that, they're walking through a field. He's like, this is where we grow our apples. And he's like, what's up with that Aegon cat? He's freaking me out with his crazy Gene Simmons wig. He's like, oh, Aegon, he was like originally like this arms dealer up like up in uh, northern Africa. And he found yeah, his way. Yeah, the Ivory he Coast. Found his, his way. He's yeah. a slave trader. Yeah. He found his way here. And somehow he ingratiated his way to the people. They think he's like a high priest. They worship him because he's got his gold powers. And and Alan's like, hmm, I don't like that. So in the midst of Alan going into his thought of, I don't like that, we see Shwarma 
enjoying a nice sandwich after his own name, and he's walking along with Agon, Aegon, and they're going through the gold pits, and he's like, I need his magic. Tell me about his magic. Well, we see also uh, Aegon, he has like the director set set up where he's just dipping people in gold. Yeah. He, like, he lures the one, <laughs> the people we saw fall in that trap in the earlier scene. He pulls them up. Yeah. And, and they're just awful fucking statues. Gold plated people. And he's like, cause, you know, he's like, you know, it takes time to like carve a statue out of gold. I prefer to just dip people in gold. Yeah. It's kind of a house of wax type thing. Yeah. And that's, like, how, that's how we get like our wax figures. We yeah. just dipped the well, celebrity in Vincent wax. Price, yeah. He oh. did it. Oh, okay. And uh, that's a movie with Charles Bronson in it, too. And Swarm was like, hey, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. I don't care. Give me that gold. And uh, also Elvira's there. She's, she's in it with Aegon. No lines. Can't speak at all. She's a queen. Can't speak at all. It's all Aegon. And so this is where we get to. Uh, we actually have some new raiders knocking on the lost city's doors. Apparently... It's not the, so lost, is it? Yeah. Apparently Attila the Hun. The Huns live in Africa, too. Yeah. And they show up, and the main guy is, like, covered in hair. Huge Gl- horned helmet. Yeah. Like, insanely long horns that are very... They just go any very, which way. Very, like, comic relief character. Kind of looks like Cheech from Cheech and Chong. Big time. And he's got all his hair glued to his arms. And there's supposed to be like these unwashed kind of uh, raider, like Viking kind of people. I guess they show up to get their tribute every once in a while. I don't know what their point was. But I don't sh- know. Because they don't speak English. They show up. And to show his power, the main guy likes to break rocks over his head. They, they, they end up showing their power with Alan himself, not Agon, not anybody well, in game charge of game, the city. So this guy, who, yeah, I don't know his name. I'm going to tell him. I like what you say there. Game recognizes game. So he sees Alan. He's just like, I'm going to do this. So he grabs his rock. It's a nice geo rock where, you know, you know when he busts it open, it's got these fucking cool-ass crystals on the inside. Yeah. So that's what he's doing. He's breaking it up. Look at my geode. And so you see all those cool crystals, and Alan's like, hey, that's pretty impressive, but... And he's doing this all with hand gestures. He's using a lot of the school of fucking Billy Drago. Billy Drago slash uh, uh, John Claude in Sudden Death. He does the "I love you" because he wants to know you're There's, welcome there was here. Some intense hand acting going. On. I think they actually flew Billy Drago in for the scene. I think so. Teacher Chamberlain to, how to, to do teach. It them how to emphasize because this is where the scene leads to is there's this stone like seat tablet yeah, kind of seat. a bench kind of yeah thing. kind of a bench and he puts his hands on he he rubs over it then he rubs over his head and then he does like the chop motion and is it like the Atlanta Brave thing Tomahawk yeah chop? yeah exactly oh, <laughs> oh 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 hey this movie's super offensive we can oh, throw that oh. in there too. They were I mean, like, go for it. We're not taking liberties here. This no. is just what the movie did. Yeah, we're just we can't help it. Sorry. We didn't know. It was 87. We didn't know. So he has enticed the Raider chief. He comes over. He's like, I'll bust that with my head right now. Tries it. Of course he fucking wrecks his head. He's like, I need right. a ibuprofen. I, 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 I'm in a horrible state. But Alan... He's got the key to it. So he's like, let me watch. Let's watch me do it. He's like these primitive losers. These people already think that Alan's made of magic. 
Right. So he so, starts, starts going abracadabra. So he does a quick abracadabra over the tablet. Then he goes under. He jerks off a little bit. Well, what he's really doing is lighting an M80. Why are M80s as powerful, by the way? But he puts well, it's it under. a quarter stick of dynamite. He puts it under. The, I want to point out that dynamite plays a huge role in King Solomon's mind. The first movie. Oh, really? He's constantly throwing dynamite. Like I remember, there was a scene where he like he was pretending like he had a cigar, but a stick of dynamite, and then he would hurl the dynamite. So it 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 plays into the whole series, Alan Quartermain series. That he so uses dynamite. He ends up wagering that if he can do this, there will be no more slavery. He's going. No, Abraham no, no, Lincoln. no. That's not it. That's no. later. Okay. He just blows up the thing, which should fuck everybody up because he blew up a stone bench. So there should be like rock shrapnel destroying anyone within like like a ten foot radius. But it's it's styrofoam, so it's okay. So that impresses the guy. He's like, damn, I can't top that. Yeah. So they're they're like, he's godlike. So then what happens next? Yeah. They go up to the throne room. Yeah. And so there's another table. And Aegon is like, prove it. Yeah, he's like, break this one, bitch. And if you do, I'm going to end slavery and everyone's going to be free. And even though I, I thought this fucking place was like paradise anyway, I don't know why they were slavery. And I guess he introduced slavery to the people because they're yeah. so naive. They don't know. And they didn't care because it was the black people who were slaves. And <laughs> like, much like in like you know, real life, they were like, hey, as long as it isn't me. And so Oopslopadop goes, let me take this one. He's like, I got a plus five chaotic fucking axe right here. I, I, I like your role there. I got my <laughs> D&D book right there. Do you want some help? I'm going to say it's chaotic good. Okay. And okay. so he comes down with his axe and chops that motherfucking, I guess it was like a sacrificial altar. I'm going to say that. Yeah. It was just like some kind of giant marble table and he just destroyed Splits it. it in half. And everyone, because what happened was Alan was all out of dynamite. So he's like, Snuffleupagus, help me out here. And he's like, I got this. And so everyone's free. Everyone's cheering. Aegon, pissed. I, was there a reason for him leaving the city outside of just, I'm pissed? Because he wanted to talk to the, the Mongol Huns outside. Okay, so when he when he I think lost, they were there. I think he always was going to take over the city with the Mongols. But got it. So that's why they were there. This just kind of like incited the people. So he's like, I got to put this plan in fast forward. Right. And I got to be more involved because we joined Aegon exiting the city. Everyone in the city is going nuts. So like, yes, we're not slaves anymore. And you notice there's all the black people doing that. And <laughs> yeah. the white people are kind of like <laughs> fucking with their cops. Like, oh, boy, we've been treating fucking these people like sh- shit. Collars. Oh, oh, shit. So, uh yeah. So Aegon goes outside the city to meet with the raiders. Shawarma makes a beeline. Apparently, yes. Alan has like five of those mithril shirts. And he, he of course, as, as anybody would have a mithril shirt, you hide it under your pillow. So Shawarma's no. like going through his shit. Oh, really? Yes. And he, he finds one of those mithril vests. Because I thought he, he got the only one that Alan had. You're right. You're absolutely. <laughs> no, he only had the one. More coming later. From where? Don't worry about it. Go on. <laughs> okay. So he t- okay. So he takes the vest and runs out because he's he, like he puts it on. He yeah. He hitched his wagon with Aegon. He's like fuck those guys. They saved my life a million times, but yeah. you know I'm a horrible racist gold. stereotype. I want the gold. So also I'm not okay with the people who don't look like me. I put on the makeup. <laughs> all right. 
I'm sorry, guy. Even in the 80s, this movie was quis- questioned for being super racist. Well, it was. I, I was even f- yeah, for the 80s, this was kind of out there. It like, was. Like, it if was, this was like a 50s or 60s movie, go, okay, they now. That was yeah. par for the course. But by this time, you should have some real, like. Understanding? You know. Yeah. First no. of all, you shouldn't have an Indian guy anyway. We're in Africa. So I don't know what his character is for. Uh, yeah. It, it was it was bad. 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 Guys, we're doing this all in jest. It was okay. really bad. They get it. I hope if, you, if they're with if they're with us from this episode seventy, they get it. Okay, eh, you know people jump on whenever they well, do. Well, well, I mean, how do you explain one hundred and fifty downloads? Well, guys, I want to prove we're not racist. We're going to introduce our our black friend Tyrone right now. Can you say we're not racist? I'm not gonna. I was gonna do like a black I, guy voice, was, but I'm not even gonna go there. I didn't know where you're going. That's how non-racist we are, Greg. You're I'm just trying to show non-racist. Are. We have black friends. You were putting an egg on on us, so. He's meeting with the rebels. He's got egg on his and face, and he's got shawarma with him. He's got get that. He got egg on his I, face. I like that. You see, that was better than the previous joke. No, I don't know. I'm just trying to show we're not racist. <laughs> so, because <laughs> so, there's you know, that's one thing. No, just keep going. One thing that scares white. No, people. just keep going. Okay, <laughs> and keep digging all. And so uh, we get outside. We got the Mongols. We got egg on. We got shawarma. The triumvirate of evil. I don't know what Elvira is doing. She's in a city. No, I thought she was with Aegon. I don't think she was with it. No, you know what? I think she was working the inside city to give him information, maybe. See, this is the disconnect of this movie, though. Cause it's well, I don't know how she can get information. She never talks. She has that's, that's zero also lines. Good. But she talks to her boobies, which she, she... only shows the Aegon. No, she does. Uh, she... Th- that's what fucking I'm... Billy Drago was on the set. He taught her fucking hand, you, again, hand acting. Golden Globus... It leaves you with questions. Yes. How? Why? This is why. So. Aegon. With the Raiders. They, they, I guess they need to prove that Shwarma's a god to the Raiders because they throw a spear at Shwarma. They thought Shwarma was part of Alan's group. So they were uh, like, no, get this outsider out of here. And Shwarma was trying to be like, no, I'm part of you. Give me the gold. So they throw the spear at him and it bonks right off his chest. And of course, since they're primitive people, they're covered in hair. They're like, "Oh my god, this guy's for real. We gotta, yeah. we gotta follow this guy." I don't know why Aegon wasn't wearing the meat. Why, why did Aegon even need shawarma? I don't know. <laughs> I this movie is so dumb. So, but okay. So they decide we're gonna attack the city now. They were inside the city. They went outside the city so they could attack the city. Yeah. They went to go assemble the crew to come in to attack the city because Aegon was basically outcasted because he was pro-slavery. So it's basically uh, South versus, uh, what do they call it? The Confederates North. versus the North. The Union. Union, thank you. God, I'm so bad at American history, too. Yeah. So Aegon goes out. He helps assemble the Confederate crew. Right. And we've got Alan inside of the walls inside the Alamo, assembling his crew, and they're making themselves, like, gold weapons. They're getting gold bars out. They're getting treasure out, and they're lining up the walls. And uh, Well, they also, they like every great, like, peasant forest, they have pitchforks. Absolutely. And torches. And, uh, I mean, it's good if Frankenstein's attacking you. Yeah. I don't know what's going to do with Aegon. Oh, by the way, this raid reminds me that uh, they're doing one of the, God, Evil Dead Army of Darkness at Redford. Oh. So I'm excited for that. Okay. 
Not my well, favorite Evil Darkness, no. but or Evil Dead, but <laughs> no, better than this movie though, for sure. So, uh, so the townsfolk. I want to point out this fit into a theme of our our month. Alan points out, do they have any heavier metal? And they're like, sorry, all we got is gold. Just gold. That was a good point. They did literally did say, <laughs> is there any heavier metals? That was and not like, just, just. Sorry, all we got is the black album. Sorry. Oh. Okay. And <laughs> so, call back. Good. Way to squeeze that in there. So. They start preparing for the raid inside of the city. They get all their gold weapons out. I also want to point out, if there really was a city of gold, all they would do is crash the gold market because it would be less. It wouldn't be worth as much because there's too much gold. There's so much gold there, so I, I really don't get it. <laughs> no, it makes no sense. You want to keep. You wouldn't want anyone to know. You'd want it to be a lost city because yeah. gold would be worthless, like it is in the city. Because yeah. they start hurling gold bricks at the invading. They're army. literally throwing millions of dollars on these people. <laughs> yes, they're letting it rain. But there was also some gold armor hijinks, which is where they all get those beautiful. Mithril, but now they're gold, which apparently has the same effect. As I don't mithril. even know anymore. Yeah. All I know is is that Alan and his brother get spears thrown at them, and they bounce off at the and, same time. And then they high five each other. They do back, adventure brother yeah, high five. They're back to back. They both get with, hit with spears at the same time. They turn around, high five each other, like man, let's rub dicks later. They're they're gay, the gay partners, and then. Even though they're throwing, if you would think throwing gold bars, that'd be it. You won. No, the guys no. eventually get into the city. They do. So Alan comes up. God, this is such a golden globe. I have globe. to do something This drastic. is such a golden globe this way to end the movie. I have to do it. He's like, Oopswala, give me your, your chaotic good plus five <laughs> battle yeah. act. Okay, see, plus five is actually kind of accurate. <laughs> yeah. And, okay. It just means that on your roll, your attack roll, you get plus five damage added okay. on to well, it. And I, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Sure. And, and Alan notices there's a giant gold statue of a lion. We well, didn't notice it, but he noticed there's a giant gold statue of a lion because they love their lions here. And on Hap- top of the temple. Happens to be a storm coming in, so he's like, I got it. Yep. And so this is the plan. They're getting, and they're, they're they're storming the gates. All our good guys are basically their backs against the door of the temple. And Alan's like, "Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Thank God this thunderstorm, lightning storm, just happened to start. I'm going to chop the lion. That's going to draw some lightning to the to the axe. The chaotically, maybe that's maybe it's a magical axe, and it draws light. It's like Thor's hammer, apparently." And it's not going to affect me at all. It's the lightning rod axe. My mithril vest will protect me Gold vest. from electricity. And it works. And so what happens is the lion statue starts melting because it's apparently a Hershey's kiss with gold foil on it. Yes. And, and it happens to be in a structure of gutter systems <laughs> that drain. Well, like any house, you got good you got gutters. Yes. You got the- it drains directly onto <laughs> every single enemy they have. Oh, yeah. So, and, yeah, they obviously don't like it. But while that's going on, uh, inside, we get a scene. I guess Aegon grabbed Jesse, right? Did he grab her? So this is kind of happening as this is happening. Yeah. And after Alan has helped kill every outside, you know, like the, the raiders, they all run away. There's only like a few little scuffles happening indoors. The leader notices, of the, the, the raiders is still alive. Yes, yes. 
so there, there's still a few people. Yeah. Anyways. So they, he looks inside and he sees. Yeah, because there's a nice like skylight. You yeah, know. there's a skylight leading into this like inner uh, sanctuary where we saw the earlier trapsing into the earlier gold pad. So Alan looks down and sees that there's a fight happening in here. He jumps in. You see the wires suspend him slowly <laughs> yeah. down well, into the scene. The stunt man. <laughs> like yeah. it's seriously a Simpsons joke where they're like joking around about these types of scenes. Yeah. It's that scene uh-huh. in this movie in the eighties. Yeah. Clearly, see the wires. Yeah, and so he yeah. knocks the person off because Jesse was fighting a woman She's and fighting Elvira. Yeah, Elvira. And uh, I, I forget what else was happening here, but there was. Well, another... what happens is the head of the Mongol That's raiders. It. He falls into the pit, so he's like one, his hands are on one side of the pit and his feet are on the other. So he's he's straddling the pit, mm-hmm. and then Elvira pulls out a, a knife, and, she, and her and and so Jesse and the and the Good Queen are fighting Elvira. And then somehow Elvira, she gets like thrown onto the Mongol guy who strikes. She's like riding him like a horse kind. Yeah. She's straddling him. And then I guess, I don't know what happens, but they fall through. Basically what happens is they fall through the trap door into the gold and they die a horrible death. Yeah. So Elvira, the only line she gets is, ah! And so all that's left now is Aegon... And our and our good guys. So Aegon, I guess he's like, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." So he runs out of the temple, and just as you, just as that happened, I guess more lightning hit the, the statue. The statue's melting. So yeah. Aegon gets a golden shower of death. Oh, that's so stupid. And so he just and he's like, "Oh my god, oh, hey, I can't move." I won't be around to send this picture out, so I'll send it to you, and you can put it up on Twitter. I got a picture of him in the gold pose, looking like you'd be like, "Is that a figure of Gene Simmons?" No, it's, <laughs> no. it's who, Aegon. Who would have thought Aegon's into water sports? But he loves his golden showers. Yeah, and he dies. And then that's it, people. Jesse and Alan Brace. He's like, you know what? Now my brother, I can fuck him on the side. We can get married. <laughs> so I'm down with it. Yeah. Are you into threesomes? And she's like, what? And then we just go, to be continued. To be continued. So, wow. Of course, the trilogy never happened because yeah. this movie did so poorly. Yeah, and guess what? The, the trilogy, the, the duality, whatever, what's the two, two-a-g won't <laughs> happen because we're not doing King Solomon's Minds. No. Oh, is that the one that came out later? No, no that that's first. the first. Yeah. They did another movie like nine years ago. Golan was going to be on it. Oh, wow. But he died. I'm glad. If there's any reason I was glad for Golan to die, it was because of that. Yeah, he wanted to do another Alan Quarterman movie, but he died. Probably because of the the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, wherever the fuck that movie came out. It was called Something the Skull, too. (laughs) It's really bad. Look look up the fucking chronology here. It's really bad. But you want for fuck bad. You want to talk about what's good, Griff? Next week's good. Yeah, because we're I, really excited about this next. We were worried we weren't going to be able to get our hands on these next yes. two movies. Some saint put it up on YouTube for all to see. Thank you, because Thank this movie, you. Uh, Martin Cove. You're probably thinking, who the fuck is that guy? But if you're in the know, if you're a regular listener, you know who Martin Cove is. He's the evil sensei from Cobra Kai, Ooh, yeah. Karate Kid. But what you may not know is he also had uh, some heroic roles. And we're going to delve deep into that because we're going to look for some justice next week, people. Some 
Steel Justice. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. So we're doing that next week. We've been wanting to do this one for a while, but we couldn't find a fucking copy. But thank you, YouTube guy, whoever you are. You're doing God's work. So that's going to be next week's episode. Steel Justice. See you then, and keep it warm. A Golden Globus production. Another good one from Canon. It's true.